Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you wanna jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hello Bengals fans, I'm Matt Minnick and this is Coach Speak. Hey, uh, kind of a random one today, uh, but you know, it's the off-season. Uh, good off-season topic here, I think. We are uh, going to touch today on something Warren Sharp. I believe that's his name. I don't know. I don't think he's very good, to be honest with you. He's, he's a big account. He's got a mustache. I, I, I don't get it, though. Um, but uh, there was a, a tweet, kind of a ridiculous tweet about everybody having a lottery in their draft and why doesn't the NFL have a lottery in their draft which is, you know, sounds like teams that are complaining about you know, not getting the draft picks they want but anyway uh, you know, takes us back to the Florio days but uh, I do digress here so I have a I have a thought on that and something that I think would be kind of a cool thing for the NFL to do if they wanted to ensure the games are super competitive um, and, you know, give uh, give fans something to cheer for even when their team is out of the running, even when the team's having uh, a not-so-good year. So um, and here's, here's my idea, all right? You leave the draft order the same way it is for playoff teams. You make the playoffs, you're, you're picked 20 through 32, and, uh, you know, that's, that's written in stone. And then for everybody else, you make it so the top draft pick goes to the team with the best record after they were eliminated from the playoffs. So a team that loses in week 18 and gets knocked out of the playoffs and was the last one eliminated, look, like, even though they might have won 10 games, you know, they've won the least, all right, zero games since being eliminated, since they were one of the last teams eliminated from the playoffs. Okay, so that team that's good and a real fringe team, you know, isn't ended up with your top pick or anything like that. Um, but, you know, when teams are eliminated early in the year, like it gives them something to, to keep competing, keep fighting for. So if a team is, you know, 0 and 9, all right, and, and, you know, mathematically eliminated, I don't even know if that's, uh, you know, uh, reasonable to, to say that they could be at that point. I think we all know they're out of it, but, um, but you know, if they're ma- mathematically eliminated in after nine games, like, hey, that gives them a reason to fight and a reason for that, that team to want to be good for the uh, front office and for the ownership and everybody not to, you know, sell assets and, you know, I don't really, I don't think tanking really exists in the NFL, but that the de facto tank of, of trading away all your best players, um, you know, it doesn't exist from a coaching or from a player standpoint, but uh, but it can a little bit from the front office. So it, it eliminates that, gets rid of that, gives them a reason to to keep competing and to and to keep fighting for that because hey, now now maybe they could be, you know, and the worst teams are the ones that are eliminated first, probably, right? Um, so they have more opportunities to win games, but they're probably not going to win all those games. Um, and and the the better teams, you know, who are those fringe playoff teams, only have a couple opportunities. So, you know, again, a team might win 10 games, 11 games, and not make the playoffs, um, nine games, whatever, not win the play, make the playoffs, but they only won 
you know, one after they were knocked out of the playoffs or none. So I, I think it would be it would be interesting because it still gives you that opportunity to compete and to fight for something. You're probably going to end up with most of the same teams um, up at the top of, you know, it, it's going to be the same top ten roughly. Um, but, you know, the, the order of it could vary a little bit, could shift a little bit. You know, now all of a sudden, and in, in taking it uh, back to – uh, an example that, that the Florios and the people that didn't want uh, Burrow to go to the Bengals uh, would probably like. I mean, you, you look back uh, to, to 2019, and all of a sudden, like, you want to be the Dolphins in that game. You know, like, you're, you're competing for, for that spot. And that makes that, um, you know, the, the Burrow Bowl, which was supposed to be the Tua Bowl and the Bengals weren't supposed to be in. But, um, you know, like, like, you talk about games like that, now all of a sudden that's a game that a team wants to win. You know, because maybe it is for, you know, actually getting that spot. You know, maybe the win gets you that spot. And now you're building a team, you're building a culture, and then you're going off and you're getting the dude in the end. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I think that would be a, a solution to this issue that would make things more competitive, but still, uh, like, in the season, uh, make it more competitive. But, you know, kind of keep that competitive balance over the long term, you know, give you that ability to let uh, or, or, you know, allow teams that are not very good the opportunity to get better, to have that parity that the NFL wants. Um, I think it would give you a great opportunity uh, to do that as well. And again, make those games competitive. Um, and, and now when we're playing uh, for the first seed, you're really playing for the first seed. Like, you're playing in a, in a competitive situation there. So, um, I think that would be a cool kind of solution outside of the box thought uh, to how to do that. And, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm under six minutes here, so I'm just going to go a little bit later. I, I have I have tweeted this before. I wrote an article a while back, um, quite a while back. It was, you know, back in my early days, my, my, my pre- uh, Nation days. Um, to me, like the NFL expanding the schedule, I, I don't think it's very good for player safety. You know, they're they're not. Uh, excuse me. They're they're also you know having all these Thursday games. You know, again, not good for player safety. They want to make money. I get it. Um, you know, and to me, where you really make money isn't in the stadium it's on tv so you can get more bang for your buck so to speak um by adding more televised games now i do not want to see this turn into baseball or basketball or you know something where there's a game on every freaking night and you can never keep track of the stuff again not good for players you know really i i think Football has an advantage that it's really easy to follow for that reason because for the most part, you know, the game's on Friday. Or excuse me, on, on Friday. I, I got Black Friday on my mind with the Bengals going on. But, um, but you know, for the most part, that game is on Sunday. You pretty much know when, it, when and where you're going to be able to see that game. And I think that also makes it better for fantasy sports, which are a driving factor to the popularity of the sport. Uh love it or, or, or not or hate it you know but uh it, it is a it is a factor so i don't know i think there's a lot of negatives to moving to something like that but i think what you could do is you could stretch out the season by adding more bye weeks um 
you know, creating a situation where, like, during the, the heat of the season, you know, the, during the bulk of the season, those big months, October, November, December, every, everybody has a bye week. You know, uh, give them by week like once a month. They play like three games in a month. Take it, take a day off, and maybe you make it so they take the the, the week off prior to the Thursday. So you're uh, not having those short weeks. You can schedule that, make that work uh, to to not have all these short weeks, which I think are, are really dangerous. Um, you know, particularly when we see guys, uh, you know, like the, like the whole Tua situation. Yeah, apparently he didn't have a concussion going into that Bengals game, but I think we all know he did. And like that was a that was a shady deal. Um, and, and a scary deal, and you know, could have, a, could have even still, right, a major impact on that on that guy's life. So that's a messed up thing to me. You know, it, like let's we want these Thursday games. If you want these Thursday games, you want the money from that, those Thursday games. Um, create a situation where you don't have to have short weeks, and you know that to me is uh, is having that. Uh, that added bye week, right? Adding bye weeks to, to the beginning of it allows you, or excuse me, um, all over the place, you know, uh, having people off every week, right? It allows you to be able to, to do that, um, and you can still play multiple games. So you stretch the week out a little bit, right? Take out a preseason game, you know, maybe make it so every team does a, um, what do you call them? Uh, the joint practices, you know, because I think the, the competition there gives you a little bit um more influence, you know, gives you gives you some options, uh, be able to see some things, uh, and, and make some evaluations there uh, in a less combative position, um, you know. So maybe take out the preseason, start a little bit earlier in the year, um, and bump back the Super Bowl so you get it to freaking President's Day, and we all get the day off on the Monday. How freaking sweet would that be? Um, like that, that, that's what you gotta do, right? Bump it back. Let's let, let's get that get that day off. Get that great setup. Um, more bye weeks. More safety for players. Like everybody wins here. Um, and I don't get why nobody listens to me about this. But I digress. You listen, and I appreciate you. But like uh, like me, most of you all don't uh, don't make decisions like that. So. Anyway, uh, now we're at 10 minutes, so yeah, I got just a couple of topics, a couple of rants, a couple of thoughts, ideas that I've had about how to possibly improve the NFL, but as we said, nobody listens. So, uh, I am Ed Medic, this is Coach Speak, well, we'll some more, I promise some Bengals content next week, but hey, check out my, my works on uh, CJ, uh, CC Jungle, coming out, I've already got a Miles Murphy film room out, um, I have a Chase Brown film room out, and I have completed film rooms on both of the uh, receivers, Charlie Jones and Andre Yosivash. Uh, so definitely look for those. Check those out. Uh, those ones are completed. They should be coming out soon. Follow me on Twitter at Coach Minnick. You'll see those when they come out. I got a thread on the top of my thread, uh, my Twitter feed that breaks down some of those things. Uh, I'm not sure what we'll get to next. Probably probably go back to back to day two and. And do some of those DBs. That's uh, that's kind of my deal anyway. So probably go back and do some of those, um, and then maybe we'll get to the um, more complicated ones on, on day three. Uh, DJ, I mean uh, Robinson, would be a, a little bit harder for me to do. Uh, but hey, I'm I'm here for you. That's that's, that's what that's what we do. So we're gonna do it. But anyway, I am Matt Minnick. This is Coach B. Yeah, we coming for what's ours. Yeah, we come.
coming for 